because we do have ball winning midfielders but I feel like our midfielders are, are best used as like you know like we have the metronome with Ilya and then Kylian Acosta is like you know another sort of like guy that can ping the ball and move transition he's got those transitions both of them are in different aspects you know <clears throat> and then we have Tillman who can provide provide the attacking like the the forward thinking like not they all think forward thinking but he's solely based like his his mindset is go forward so I think we're an attacking side so I think we're gonna go for it and dude I always feel like Carlos Vela in a, in a sense not that he has to prove anything but when he goes to Mexico He's like, let me just show these guys how to ball. Dude, I sure hope so. I hope so. I do I, hope I so. I want to see Villa dominate, and we have seen him kind of get a little hotter mm-hmm. in the past game. Well, not so much recently, but... No, it's falling off a little bit. But just just a little bit, um, because, you know, although we're looking forward to the Club Leon game, it's still mm-hmm. a few weeks away, and we still got to focus on the league, because yeah, this Sunday... Cinco de Mayo weekend on May 6th, actually, was a special game uh, for LAFC that was played at Levi's Stadium against San Jose Earthquakes, which, to be honest, I didn't even know about until you sent me on Instagram, Mm -hmm. and um, I think that's pretty cool because... They play at Levi's Stadium. Yeah, it's a football stadium. It's got, like, a massive capacity. I I can only... 60,000 plus, I can imagine. It wasn't... Mm -hmm. Full, no, but it looked a good. But portion. still, there's a good amount of people yeah. there, you know, more than I think fit in their stadium. So yeah, it's still a lot more people. But yeah, I mean, <clears throat> what can I say? We've mentioned it earlier, going away from home. Yeah, man. Like, Our form hasn't been great, and it really looked like two to one. Loss. Like San Jose looked, they were the better team. They, and that's so weird to say because San Jose is definitely not one of the better teams. Well, actually, this year they've been pretty decent. They're fourth. They're fourth, league. so they're all right. 18, 18 points. We got two games in hand, though. Yeah, well, well, we're third. Yeah, we're only third, but yeah, you're right. Two games in hand. Um, dude, they, they came out playing much better. With yeah, they came out Espinosa hard. Espinosa getting that, like, he was all alone. Yeah, I, I forgot who it was that passed it to him, but he just kind of creeps in on the right side or our left side and just kind of slots the ball past McCarthy to the opposite corner. Uh, it, but he was just like kind of left alone. It looked like like our defending just kind of was uh, not in sync. They kind of were not working the the like the best together. I don't know if it was like the partnership because the squad was somewhat rotated. Um, still no Chiellini, I think. Right. Uh, no, there, it was yeah. Aaron Long and Maldonado to start. Yeah. Valencia, Palacios, and Bogus on the right wing. Yeah, so Bolonga. it's somewhat of a rotated side, which I I'm I'm all for. It, be honest, you know. Well, with all these games, we got like to we need our to. Legs. Yeah, like, dude, we got I, a lot of games. You know, something else I like about having a rotated squad is the fact that whenever there's an injury, whenever there is uh-huh. like to preserve um, another player or whatever. They fill that role, and they're more aware of what they need to do because they're so integrated into the squad. Versus like a first team eleven that never changes. No, and, you. It's like. And then when you integrate the one uh-huh. player uh, who hasn't been there or hasn't played very much or maybe very few as a sub, he he's still a little bit lost uh-huh. in the system. So it's better when they get more rotating. Yeah. It's like in career mode, dude. Like sometimes, when like my star player gets injured, sometimes I'm like, well, all right. 
that. That gives me a chance to like rotate some players and stuff. You know, like that's yeah. why I like cup games and stuff. And and it's funny that we mentioned this. We'll get into this in a little bit, but. Um, LAFC had a little bit of a career mode action going on this oh, week yeah. as well with some cup rotation. But, yeah, dude, it's, it's really... I think it's really interesting uh, when you... Or that's the way it should be because you have to think about it and look at teams like Real Madrid and Carlo Ancelotti. He's got a lot of, like, names and stuff, a lot of, like, players and stuff. But, like, coaches like that and that and the do, do, do a good job, they... Like, look at... He's had... um, And in particular, talking about, like, Vinicius and Rodrigo. These are two guys that any other team in the, on the, in the world, they're starting every single game. And at one point... Now they start most games, right? But right. at one point last season, when they were still kind of coming into form... I mean, they were always really good. But when they were really, really cementing their spot, like, they, they should be starters. Um, he had to manage their minutes because they were still, like, developing players and stuff. But he was able to do that, and they bought in, and whenever they were in the squad, rotated into the squad, they performed. Like, remember Rodrigo last season? Champions League savior. Yeah, and he was off the bench every single time. That that's most most days the starter. Most of the times he started, but last season, he was still being someone that's like a player that was so rotated in. But he bought in, and that's the thing with these players. It's like, okay, I understand I'm not going to start every single game. But I will play here and there, and when I do, I'm I'm gonna put on a performance for you guys because I've I believe I bought I've bought in. There's a lot of games I'm gonna play eventually. Now I'm gonna start every single game, and that's the thing too. It's like there's a lot of games. Like they might not start every MLS game, but dude, think about it. It's like if you have like all these games, right? And really, it gets to the point where it's not even about what tournament it's in. It's about playing that game that's in front of you mm-hmm. and at that point with all these games like does it really matter if it's for MLS does it matter for CONCACAF or Leagues Cup or Open Cup like I mean to a degree yeah right like especially once you're in the final of these tournaments like you want to be playing yeah, that game you want to be healthy but you have all these opportunities with all these games to show that so it, it's it's pretty cool and I think that's I like the players that we've gotten because they all seem to be these players that are willing to work like so far when I've seen all the guys is they're willing to, to do the job and everything so well I think that's the perfect segue mm-hmm. into the next game I know we bre- just barely talked about San Jose but it had to happen it had to a happen loss. a lot so it, it, we've lost against San Jose before who are our Californian rival it's really weird I think going into San, to Salt Lake this weekend mm-hmm. I think it's going to be different because I think now we're just like okay we have we have to turn tide now. Yeah, there needs to be some sort of change because there is now, uh, there's now a sense that they suck on the road. Yeah, well, actually, <laughs> they're weak on the road. You mentioned Segway, and I'm gonna help you with that. We actually did get an away win. Yeah, because as I Better. was saying, because <laughs> I always tangent off as we do. Um, it's our thing. Yuck. LAFC played Monterey Bay um, which is a UCL side and won in the USL USL? Yeah. What did I say? UCL Oh okay I'm thinking Champions League You wait for Champions League? It's okay dude I think about the Champions League every time It was just yesterday That's true Um, But yeah so they played LAFC versus Monterey Bay but this wasn't 
this wasn't the normal LAFC no, team in any way. No, 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 no. And as Jorge was just talking about youth development and rotation, bro, that entire team was probably an under-23 team. It was. On LAFC, yeah. too. It was, yeah. And, I mean, there were a few familiar faces. Christian Torres, Nathan Ordaz, mm-hmm. the Noah Dellenmeyer, this tall like center back he's been on like the first team those are guys that have been like around on the first team here and there Jakubovic is our third keeper we're all mm-hmm. I mean there were some yeah. faces that have been in a, involved with like the first team Danny Chrysostomo the guy that we keep sending <laughs> into like professional purgatory I feel like <laughs> he's in between the first team and the development team we had them and then we sold him or like loaned him to like Las Vegas Lights and I think he was there permanently. Then we bought him back and now he's on our development Amen. squad. It's okay. He's not a bad guy though. He's like he's played a couple times at the bank. He's he's done a good job. I like the guy. Yeah, I, I mean I don't know the thing. The thing that's funny about this game that first of all I'll be honest uh, I had to be reminded that this game was even occurring because I was like what the US Open oh yeah that's a thing oh okay okay kind of came out of nowhere yeah kind of came out of nowhere and I didn't realize that they were going to go with an LAFC 2 team uh, to play this game but I like that they did I I, I like that they did but I was asking you earlier were we not the favorite no I mean we were in the sense that we're LAFC, but we're not with the guys that we put out there. Yeah. And and that was the strange part because, I mean, Monterey Bay is an, a USL side. Mm-hmm. So it's a pro team against a youth academy, essentially, right? Yeah, another 23 team. So, um, and it was, it was a tight game. There were some really good moments with Christian Torres getting the first goal for us in the 25th mm-hmm. minute. Really good goal. Um, really clean, good pass from. I don't really know these kids yet, but mm. I mean, it was a really good pass to get him the goal. And then later in the game, in extra time, the Brazilian. I guess we have a Brazilian. Yeah, this is something we were talking about like beforehand. How <clears throat> so? This guy had made a few appearances for like a Brazilian side. Mm-hmm. Maya, I believe, is his name, right? Yeah, bro. Okay, how many names are in his name? Name. So, like, how many words are in his name? Do you think? Uh, like three. Three? Okay. Yeah. Let me read it to you. Mateus Vinicius Maya Costa de Almeida. De Almeida. Yeah. So <laughs> Damn, that's a not. That's a long name, name, so it's better to call him. Did Maya. I hear you say what? Vinicius. Vinit, dude. Yes. It's funny because yes, we were just saying. So we were kind of looking back at the highlights, looking at our moment real quick, and I was like, dude, I feel like I'm watching. Fulham play like in, in like a cup match or something you know they're playing like Luton Town or something and they they're playing Vinicius that young striker uh-huh. the one that they got from Tottenham they're playing that guy and I was like oh I feel like he just scored a goal and now uh, I had he I was literally saying scored it, a goal like a minute or in the highlights yeah he's our Vinicius he's he, our Vinicius he's our dude. Vinicius and but, uh, he, he, to me, he seemed like he, he scored pretty a good, very dude. good. It goal. was a very good, well taken. He goal. shot it to the far post on yeah. the ground with power, driven, like, like placed perfectly. Perfect. Like, it was there was a shot with intention there. Yeah. So I think it's pretty cool. We were saying how like it's just kind of like a, you know, you think about it. If you're a youth player in another academy, in another part of the world, you know, South Central South America, even Mexico, 
you have an opportunity to play for the development side at LAFC, you know, LAFC 2, the under-23 squad. It's basically, it's the second team, right? But you're directly under LAFC, and you have an opportunity. You're showcasing, you're showcasing yourself every single game, every single, like, opportunity you have. Like, and this would be a great example, because mm-hmm. because this is an LAFC game, Steve Toronto was a coach, not right. the LAFC 2 coach. That makes a difference, coach. because that's the first team coach watching these youngsters. Exactly. Which I think... It happens a lot in Europe. Mm-hmm. In in Europe, like I've seen Ten Hag. I, I follow a lot of Manchester United stuff, obviously. Ten Hag loves going to youth academy practices. They watch the games. Going to the U twenty three stuff. Like he's he's heavily involved with the younger squads, and I love that. And I hope Chirondolo continues to do some more like that, because mm-hmm. if he wants to be like a a coach that's really integrated in the club for many years. Um, it's good to be, have that connection because that only gives more, in, uh, I feel like, energy to the younger guys to be like, I can work my way into the first team. Exactly. Yeah. So it's an opportunity for them to, to get there. To you know? showcase themselves. Um, but this, I mean, this game was wild. Dude, it was crazy. But the, like, look, the boys did what they could do and they did yeah. well. It was hard. I mean, they're playing against against they're playing against guys that have played within the MLS and stuff, or even if they haven't, they're more developed in in their in their careers, I guess. You know, like these are our our team that we sent out. It's a development squad. It's the under twenty three squad. Yeah, they're pro players, but they're you know they get they'll be on the bench and stuff. But they don't really play that often with uh with the the first team, you know, here and there. So this was a really good opportunity, and they came out and they showed out, dude. They did, because honestly, to me, looking at the stats, I actually think Monterey got robbed. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't care, Um, because look at, hear this. Monterey had 10 fouls versus LAFC's 22, Mm -hmm. all right? Um, 67% possession was with Monterey. They had dominated the control of the game. So I just feel like they were controlling the entire game. Yeah, it did feel that way. Waiting back, waiting for their moment, Mm -hmm. and luckily they took their chances. And luckily we have a third keeper who can show uh, shoot penalties. Dude, I know Jakubovic. Wow, dude, (laughs) he got his goal. He made his saves. He was man of the match for me. I think so. I think I would think so. And that was a well taken BK. It was. He took that with. He, he hit that with authority. Hell yeah, dog. He Hell that yeah. That was, that was a good taking, PK. Well taken. And speaking of a team that I would like to hit with authority, boom, boom. the LA Galaxy will be our next U.S. Open Cup opponent. Mm-hmm. So It's interesting. I wonder if uh, we'll feel the development side Exactly. Again. That's what I've been trying to think of. Like, okay, with this uh, going on and, and the... Champions League and MLS going on. There's like, a ton. There's a lot of games, mm-hmm. and I can understand where Torondolo maybe didn't want to field a starting team against a USL side yeah. on maybe not the best field, perhaps. I don't yeah. know what the circumstances, whatever. Um, but going against Galaxy, that I mean, changes things. That's that changes the perspective. I feel of the players, of the way the fans look at the game. So the whole team has to focus. Um, it's a trafico. So, Dang, dude, they're diluting it. Yeah, so I think LAFC will, will have to play a relatively strong squad, I'd say half, uh-huh. half and half. And um, Galaxy, I think they're going to lose anyway. 
You think so? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I they have so. nothing to win. Yeah. So they might want it, but I don't know. There are. It's definitely their tournament, like to lose, because we're not nice. we're not the ones gunning for it, right? So I'm like kind of like thinking, like, I can see Toronto just saying this is a wash and just playing the same guys again, or I can also see him, but I can also kind of see like maybe we'll see guys like Opoku and Buick play some mm-hmm. some more maybe Belgush, stuff like that. Get some minutes, just uh, those kind of guys to to get more more playing time because it'll be a good. But that'll be a good rival for them. It's still mm-hmm. a game at some point. It's not like they're playing Monterey Bay, you know, which maybe they didn't even want to. They weren't even interested in playing. Right. You know, but against, like, Galaxy. And I'm sure Galaxy might... might I don't know, I, actually. Do you really think... Yeah, what bro, they think? have six points in the lead. They're second to last. They gotta win something. They have to do something for their fans. Yeah. Chicharito will play. I don't know, actually. I don't know. He's I, always hurt. Yeah, if he's not hurt, he'll be there. If he's not hurt, I'm sure he'll play, dude. Yeah, maybe we could see that because it's two MLS sides, so I could totally see them playing like a start, a good team, a good strong team. And has it been announced where the game will be played for the? It's gonna be Cup? at the BMO, bro. And they have they announced the date? No, not yet. May twenty okay. third or twenty fourth, but it's gonna oh, be at BMO, sh- dog. BMO, okay. Well, that's another congested scheduled game, so Dude, uh, I don't know. It makes me much. nervous because I want to keep the best players ready for the Champions League final. Um, but like you mentioned, fringy kind of players like Bogush, mm-hmm. um, Buke, you know, those kind of guys, and maybe Duenas and, and Christian Torres maybe trying to mix it. Yeah, th- those guys can. will play, I think. Those guys will for sure I would like play. to see a Chiellini be there playing with some kids. That would be cool. That would be cool. That would be a great experience for them. Can you imagine being a player that young playing on the same pitch as Giorgio Chiellini. It's not an opportunity you'll ever... Oh, man. I'm like, you know I'd what, be, dude? I want I'd that to happen. I'd sweat that jersey. I'd, I'd keep it all sweaty. I'd have Chiellini sign it, take a picture with mm-hmm. him that day. And but I'd play with it. Chiellini. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly man, what you I realize do. that's something, like, not to be rude, and you know, but, like, there's an opportunity that a lot of these kids might not ever make the grade and might end yeah. up at places like like a Monterey, no like offense. Monterey Bay, like Orange uh, like County. Orange County. We, we do, we've seen club. players like Kubo Torres there, Michael Orozco. They've got yeah. some big names there. Like some big names that ended up in the USL. It just kind of happens. You know, for whatever reason, there's different reasons. But some of those players might just not make, necessarily make the grade. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to keep playing their trade in the USL. And um, <clears throat> this might be one of the greatest opportunities they ever have. That's how I think of like, damn, like, like, Drogba played in a USL side. Like, imagine right. you on a USL squad playing with Drogba. You're just like, I'm gonna cherish like these few months yeah. forever. I'd go to whatever training he wanted. Whatever you want me to do, <laughs> even though they played in freaking Arizona. Yeah, uh, that ruins things. How did Drogba end up playing in Arizona of all places? From living in London. Perhaps uh, I don't know the weather in Ivory Coast, but this is perhaps desert. Maybe. But he, he's, <laughs> he's been in Europe for such a long time, yeah. you know. He played in Marseille. Maybe he likes the Turkey, heat. too. I don't know. Mind it's strange. Montreal, too. It's yeah. odd. Enough about your Chelsea life. Damn, dude. Hater. <laughs> All right, Jorge. Well, I think apart from uh, just mentioning that LAFC are going to play this weekend, uh-huh. uh, Saturday at 6.30 p.m. 
away uh, from home. Away yeah. from home. What's so I think I think we're gonna Real Salt Lake. I'm actually optimistic about this. I feel like we're gonna right. be on, we're gonna. I'm glad actually. I hate that we lost San Jose, but I'm glad that we lost because that's kind of like a slap in the face. You know, I, I think, this is where we bounce back. I think we need to, uh, as LAFC, have a higher standard on the road. We need to be winning. We need mm-hmm. to at least perform better on the road because mm-hmm. there could be moments where we really, really need it. I agree. And, um, luckily for us, though, Real Salt Lake isn't doing so hot. They're 11th in the West with uh, 11 points. So... Um, Hopefully this will be a good game for LAFC to win on the road to give them some more confidence mm-hmm. moving forward. All right, all right. I well, I think that just about yeah, about covers it, bro. Um, I hope you guys have enjoyed the podcast, and I know it's been a minute since our last podcast, mm-hmm. but we'll try to be more consistent. <laughs> and uh, technical difficulties because they lack of a thing today, but we're gonna be better about that. So. Anyway, hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast and look forward to next time. Later, skaters.